0: Sharpening a pencil. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a pencil sharpener in a High Five Studios. Oh
1: yeah. Mister Bombastic. I can't believe nobody uses pencils anymore. Pencils are the bomb. Oh, you had it? <laughs> I'm <talking> pencils. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> okay. That's pretty on. Yeah. That is pretty on, my friend.
1: That's good. And it's staying. Okay,
0: (laughs) that might be the best one so far.
1: You've been practicing.
0: I have not been practicing. Uh, I have definitely not been sitting alone in my room playing uh, modually over and over again and trying to get uh, cowbells to it. All right, got a little weird at the end there. Welcome to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast. Saturday addiction. Yeah, Um, I like
1: it. I like the daytime uh, ambiance. Yeah, we're doing
0: this earlier than we normally do an episode and it's still light out. Here at the the tail end of the uh, the warm summer, mm-hmm. as it
1: were, it's kind of like a late night talk show where we pretend it's nighttime and yeah, like know, it's like Friday and... I don't even know who's I was gonna say David Letterman, but he's not around anymore. He used to do that. Yeah, I they, think they all do. it. They, they film, film it. They Conan film. Does it right.
0: Yeah, they film at like four in the afternoon and then and then it goes up that night. Mm-hmm. So it's weird because it is what happened that day just a little bit later. Yeah. Like when they go, when they do the, uh, you're watching it at midnight, but if they have a concert outside in the street, it's always daylight. Yeah,
1: or they do like a bit where they run outside and it's daytime and you're like, oh shit.
0: Have you ever gone to see a, a talk show in person?
1: Uh, No, I think I went and then we just bounced. We were like, fuck it, let's go to the bar.
0: (laughs) I I went to uh, go see Conan once, and we went to the bar beforehand uh, and and didn't get there in time, and then got shut out and couldn't get in. Really? Yeah, it sucked.
1: Was I there? Was that the one I'm talking about? Uh, Maybe you were there. And then we went to, like, some random transvestites concert.
0: (laughs) I don't remember the transvestite (laughs) concert. That seems like it would be something that rang a bell, but... Yeah, Yeah, maybe. I think
1: I'm getting those nights mixed up. Are you talking
0: about Leslie and the Lies? Yes. You zombie killers. Yes. That's so fucking weird that you bring that up because today I woke up with a little bit of a hangover. uh, I don't want to
1: know where this is going. No,
0: I just, for some reason, I was laying in bed and I just couldn't fucking, um, I just couldn't move and it was just one of those things and I was just laying there and, and for some reason that song... Came into my head, and you I was,
1: remember one of their songs. Yeah, Zombie Killers. I don't know. Yeah,
0: that was like the main one. And then I was like, "Who is that?" And then for some reason, Leslie and the Lies, like the name came into my head. It was something that I haven't thought of in over a decade. And I was so bro- they're a
1: popular group. No, no,
0: no. I think uh-huh. they were a little flash in the pan in like 2005. OK, but I remember that you went to one of those shows yeah. and and uh, well, you actually tell that story because it's pretty fucking funny. Well,
1: I don't remember much of it. I just remember uh, one of our friends wanted to go really bad, actually. And, you know, we were just like, fuck it. You know, I think it was like either really cheap or free or something. And uh, we didn't really I didn't really know what we were in store for and neither did a couple of our buddies. And we walk in, and it's you know, uh, I guess transgender or transvestite. I still don't know the difference. Yeah, I think but, I think it it, it it turned out that
0: um she, this that Leslie and the lies, this woman. And yeah, Leslie's beca- like Lewis because her her bit. <laughs> Her bit was that she dressed, she dressed up like like a like an eighties house mom, and like like she was like fat with a tracksuit, and she had the big wire glasses, and sometimes she wore oh, like a fanny yeah, pack and yeah. stuff. She like look, she looks like one of the characters that Tim and Eric fucking like play on their show, you know? Like she <laughs> I was
1: gonna say mom from Doctor Detroit.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, re- remember this bitch? That's her yeah, whole thing, and like yeah. a gold sequin fucking thing, mm-hmm. and and Boas. I, th- I think somebody had turned us on to. Uh, uh, I, I only remember Zombie Killer that's the only song that I remember and um, and somebody had turned us on to that and we thought this song was funny as shit and then uh, and then a friend of ours saw that she was playing in the city so it was like let's go we but were. nobody knew that it was like a giant uh, like yeah like yeah. a tranny It's yeah right exactly which there's nothing wrong with but you just weren't we didn't fit in you weren't yeah you were going in there and fucking like you know just three straight fucking 25 year old I was single I was ready to mingle Well, you could have. All you had to do was knock all your teeth out and grow a mustache. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite line of all time. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um...
1: yeah, so the best uh, part about that line is that they're gonna make him knock all his teeth out and grow a mustache. You grow that
0: stash. The best part about growing the mustache is that that doesn't add any sort of pleasure. <laughs> that's like that's like being like saying to a girl like I'm not gonna have sex with you unless you grow pubes. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure I've said before. But <laughs> but when when you say when you say grow the when when you said that they're gonna make him knock out his teeth and grow a, a mustache, what I pictured was that Stevie Wonder mustache that goes all the way around <laughs> yep. in a circle and. It it yeah. actually looks like the labia with hair on the outside yes, of
1: it? Sang. That's what I was picturing as well.
0: Okay, here. Let me blast you. Let me take you back to a time, a simpler time, 2005 or somewhere around it there. It was a simpler time.
1: This is the latest disclosure wow. in the report from National
0: Now, we're not supposed to be playing music on podcasts, but I'm pretty sure that uh, yeah, we're not going to get sued by it.
1: Or Louis, whatever it is. That's Leslie. <laughs>
0: you don't remember this? No. Anybody at home well, I guess I have to put it on the website now But if you don't know who this is. I'm surprised to find The dead are walking around
1: Wow You're Alex at this chick's concert Yeah they're back in I forget action. Something happened That was really brain, funny And so I wanted to say It involved uh, we must uh, Kevin in the bathroom and I forget what it was. <laughs> I know the story. That's what Oh, it's, you yeah, do? Yeah. I totally forget it.
0: Let's just get to the hook.
1: Is it good? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're firing AKs. Even the little kids. I don't remember this at all, but it's fucking cool. I guess the piano player is the money. That sounds like no, they're ripping off We How Die I Love is. a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, it does.
0: Anyway, that's Leslie and the Lies. You went to the show, and mm-hmm. the story goes... I and, and I'm sure I'm butchering this, and I'm sure when I...
1: It might come back to me as
0: you tell When it. I finally talk to the people that are involved, they're going to be like, you said that completely wrong, because that happens all the time on this. But, it, but you guys went to the show... And, uh, and I think you went in first or something like you had, they, they're outside smoking cigarettes and you're like, I have to go to, you had to piss real bad cause you guys had been drinking. Oh, so it was me. Yeah. And so you're like, you're like, I'm going to go in. I'm going to, uh, cause I got to take a piss. And they said that you went in and then like fucking 30 seconds later, long, walked right out and walked past him like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Like you walked in, saw the whole tranny scene and was like, nope, and walked right back out
1: before they could even go in. I remember, I guess that's where the bathroom comes into play because something was happening in that bathroom. And I I don't know if my brain is just shutting it out from memory because it was traumatizing. But I would have no problem with dudes in dresses making out i don't think that's what traumatized me no i think something happened to me in that bathroom like maybe someone like grabbed my ass show me where (laughs) they touched you yeah i think show me where (laughs) they touched you that's exactly what happened you wouldn't mind Well, I, did we tell I usually swat it to the ground. Uh, did we tell that story on yes, here? Yes, you, oh, okay. you did. Yeah. And it is a goodie. A lot of people like that story. One of
0: my favorite RTG stories of all time. <laughs> and, and, the, and the quick synopsis is we were at a gay bar, I lost track of you and uh and I went to go to the bathroom and and I, all I looked over and there was just a crowd of people jumping up and down and I was like what is going on in the center <laughs> of this crowd and I walked over and I peeked my head in and it was you dancing to a Britney Spears <laughs> song Gaga all, all, was it Gaga? Yeah all fucked up and then a, a circle of at least 12 to 15 uh, like flaming gay men around you <laughs> and you're dancing and and they're trying every once in a while one would try to like r- reach <laughs> in to touch you and you would just swat his hand away but you weren't angry no. and you weren't freaked out you are enjoying g- uh, dancing with all the gay gentlemen you were just <laughs> like letting them know okay, we could dance, but don't touch. Yeah. And so you, you were like freaking out the Gaga and then swatting hands away. Yeah, I'm not fucking... easy.
1: You can look, but you can't touch, boys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, okay. Well, there we go. Yeah, Leslie and the so Lies. Leslie, yeah, I remember. You zombie uh, killers. Now I listen to that. I, I want to listen to the whole song. I forgot how good it is.
1: It was funky piano, but I
0: think that's what happened. Someone turned us on to that song. I want to say it was uh, Larkin, right? and th- maybe Kevin. Yeah, and then we freaked out a little bit about it, and then you guys took <laughs> it a step further and tried to go to a tranny party. <laughs> yeah, and I remember
1: something else happening that night. I forget what, but it's always weird going to those like underground shows in the city. Something always goes down. That's I can't wait. The... I can't wait to get back into the fucking
0: city and start going to shows again.
1: Yeah, I want to start going to shows again. I'm, I'm I, after a bear versus shark. I think it's going to light the spark. Yeah. And want to go, but I don't want to go to any big, huge shows. I want to keep it like you know like yeah. small clubs
0: yeah yeah tiny tiny little shows where it's not even full although bear for shark is sold out so yeah. that's gonna but yeah it's not even that full and you mm-hmm. could like get a drink and and, and kind of just lounge in the back and not be like squished up but get the whole experience mm-hmm. i miss going to shows around being in the suburbs going to shows sucks because you have to drive there so you can't drink uh. or or you fucking or it's like a big shitty venue with shitty sound and shit you know yeah, i
1: hate those big ass venues
0: like uh like green day is playing at the starland
1: ballroom and it's yeah. sold out in like 20 seconds that's great though that they've been knocked down if they're playing giant stadium with pyrotechnics now they're back in the club
0: i don't know if i don't know if it's i mean i i'm sure that they can't sell out stadiums anymore but no. they could definitely sell out bigger arenas than starland ballroom i think they're i think this is them trying to get back to their roots oh uh, yeah yeah like oh, you know look, we're
1: playing an intimate club yeah that's right sort of punk rock yeah right Go. which which
0: it is in an intimate club i mean it's fucking yeah. you know starland ballroom it's a pretty big fucking room yeah and and i saw
1: yeah is it well what did it used to be
0: uh, Hunkabunka. We've uh, talked about this right. before. I thought it yeah. was Birch Hill for some. Reason. And I said that I saw all there, and then and then somebody uh, challenged me on that, and now I don't know if I did or not. No, yes, we did. Oh, okay, yeah. well, I don't know. I was there. Um. Uh. But what was I going to say?
1: And we saw Blink One Eighty Two there. Right,
0: yeah. but that was a, that was a at that time it was a completely different setup. The stage was on the other side. It was still Hunkabunka. Yeah, it was Hunkabunka. It was yeah. a dance room. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Green Day's playing there, and people are
1: freaking out about it. They oh. got to
0: go see their Green Days. I was saying to you, I saw the 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 promotional poster for that tour, and and Green Day. It looks like Green Day on the cover of Team Bop magazine. Uh, yeah. You know, like the, it's legitimately like, they look like this air shrimp punk rock band. And you know, I used to lo- like Green Day. I, whatever, I, I have respect for those dudes. But uh, but it's just come so far that it they look like the Coreys on the cover of a teen. Uh, a teen, Tiger Beat yeah a Tiger <laughs> Beat in the fucking eighties like Mike Dern's wearing like a pink vest they're all wearing too much makeup you could tell that their hair's fake at this point oh it's fake uh, well you know, or at least enhanced you know yeah, yeah. extensions and, <laughs> and it's and uh and fucking um it says like Green Day and like hot pinks uh, spray paint above them yeah, and it, so it's fun. like it's it, you know what it looks like it looks like. When uh what like movies in the 80s would try to make punk rockers look like.
1: Okay. Like Green Day w- I like that.
0: Green Green Day went from being actual punks when they were when they were kids to now they're just like, wait, how do punks dress again? Well, I guess they dress like this, so I'm just gonna put this safety pin through my lapel and I'll yeah, wear yeah. this this like this heart with a time bomb next to it and <laughs> yeah, whatever a grenade. <laughs> whatever weird shit they wear. And they, they just become like kind of a characters of themselves.
1: Yeah, true. And then also.
0: You're fucking forty five. Relax mm-hmm. a
1: little bit. I would actually go see Green Day if they played, uh, if they stopped it at I would say Nimrod, Nimrod. Mm-hmm. yeah, and played like some good tunes. I'd like to I see would, like
0: mm-hmm. Don't Knock It Until Try It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what song is that? That's, uh, when I think of Green King Day. King for a yeah. day.
0: Whenever I think of Green Day, I for some reason I just think of Billy Joe going. it that. <laughs>
1: that good song gives me more anxiety than any Green Day song there is how they drag it out with the fucking trombones and shit. Bah, wah, they bring out they bring bah, out like which elephants they, on fucking unicycles and shit. They by the way that whole
0: that trombone line that they play, I know that's kind of a st- there's oh, there's only a few things that a trombone can do yeah. and most of them is bah, wah, mm-hmm.
1: wah, wah. But that line and that song... unless you have that condom that makes it go wah, 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 <laughs> but that's for a trumpet. <laughs> oh, oh, I yeah. guess you
0: could do that on trombone too. The muffler or yeah, something. Hey, the yeah. mute. I don't know. I I wasn't in band. I don't know. Actually, that's wrong. I wasn't band. Yeah, but I played bass. Stylist. Oh, and I did play clarinet. Yeah. Um, but they they stole that fucking line off of a neutral milk Hotel song. How it, does that go? Uh, it's I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean I know the song, but, but I went, can't. Yeah, it's like the same wah, exact line wah, over wah, the same wah, chords. Because
1: you know how Green Day be ripping yeah. off sometimes. Yeah, I was thinking about Green Day today because check this little piece out. I always forget the name of this song because the, all the, their song names are really weird. But that first song on Deja Intendu, what is it? Sick Gloria, I'm on a transit train back to fucking jersey or something you're talking about the brand new album boom, dejan boom. yeah yeah and that first song boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, if you listen to the beginning of fiona apple's criminal for the first five to ten seconds you will think it's that song no question about it
0: oh, so you're saying brand new uh took Ripped a little liberty of from fiona, fiona. yeah wow, that's it pretty interesting 100
1: exact really yeah exact like from like I don't know, the sound, maybe there's a little feedback. I listened to it twice, and I was like, wow, if you just listened to that first part and was given that as trivia, you would say brand new. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's that close. The thing with Green Day is... Like that, what was
0: the, I guess it was the American Idiot album. Yeah, where they stole a hundred songs. Every song in that is another song. And I get it, there's only 12, there's only 12 notes and, uh, and and all you're playing is bar chords. Sooner or later you're gonna, but like, there's one song in that album. I know which one you're talking about. The Wallflower
1: song? It's, oh, it's, what's her name? Yeah, that yeah. does sound, that is exactly it's, it's it. It's Chord
0: for Chord, yeah. uh, uh, that Wallflower song, whatever their big hit was. Yeah, so One we, Headlight. Yeah, right, yeah. which we've talked about before in here. Yeah. And then the thing that kills me the most, let me see if I could even dial it up. I thought you were going to say,
1: in the center of the earth in a parking lot. Oh, like on with the show, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah that's Motley Crue's "On with the Show." You would think it's that song. Danny died just different. the other night. Yeah. Some say it was suicide, but we that's know. Exactly yeah, it. but the thing that uh, the thing that gets me the most, and I don't. This is like you know how Led Zeppelin uh, catches shit for uh, ripping off Stereo to Heaven." Apparently, like they ripped that off as yeah, something else. Yeah, I heard that. And, but and I all, don't know what they ripped off. Green uh, the song "Warning" by Green Day. Have you ever fucking heard this before? I
1: heard. It. I know that's how that song goes.
0: Let me try. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
1: that's this what you meant. Couldn't make it. I,
0: I know that's <laughs> how that song goes. <laughs> I know
1: that song goes. Don't knock
0: it until you try it. Uh. So hang on. That means you talk to the people at home. Don't sit <laughs> your sorry, Arizona iced tea.
1: T- <laughs> that was a really big chug. They make these those these forties of Arizona. It's my favorite iced tea, and I can't help it. Okay, but.
0: So there's there's no question uh, that um, that Green Day is a big Kinks fan. They're yeah. big Kinks oh, fans, yeah, yeah. right? And uh,
1: even their stage presence is even Kink.
0: Right, and they and they uh, very early on they covered "Tired of Waiting" as a B side, mm-hmm. which is an amazing Kinks song, and Green Day did a really did good, a good job. Idea. Um, but so so, I was always stunned when this song came out that it didn't get more uh, fucking acknowledgement. That they just straight up ripped off a fucking Kinks song with warning. And here, here, just listen.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Here's the Kinks. Yeah,
0: ready. It's coming. <laughs> That's the Kinks. I think this song is called Picture Book, right? And here's Green Day. <laughs> I A mean, more produced, <laughs> but it's the same exact. Oh, I think yeah. it's one note different.
1: Oh, now you got to give me some brand new in Fiona. <laughs>
0: wanting, <laughs>
1: live without wanting. Play, uh, play the beginning of Fiona. And tell what's me. what's Fiona's song? Uh, Criminal. Criminal. Yeah. Okay. I hope it's that one. <laughs> you you got
0: to do your Ooh. research, son. I just heard it. Man, even just looking in Fiona Apple's fucking milky blue eyes. I just want to fucking... (laughs) Milky
1: blue eyes. Look at that.
0: I know. They're pretty blue. And you know why? You know why?
1: Sometimes she just looks like a ragamuffin.
0: Nah, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I could take a ragamuffin. (laughs) And and I know I love her because she's fucking nuts. Okay. Here we go. Please don't sue us. (laughs) Oh, no. Advertisement. Ah. Advertisement. Sorry.
1: Hang on. Now whatever company that was owes us. Here we go. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> the first time I heard it, it sounded like it. No,
0: but I get. What, I, I see what you're saying. It isn't word for word, but, but uh, note for note. Oh, it's not but even
1: it's- close. <laughs> I guess it's just that cymbal crash and the bass riding out. But um, I, I heard it from a distance, and it sounded way more like it the first time.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Are you talking? Because I'm just staring into Fiona's fucking <laughs> eyes at this point. And she's lying on this dirty floor.
1: Yeah, but you know those tits are bananas. Man,
0: she's been a bad, bad girl, Richard.
1: You don't think those tits are bananas? Dude, don't talk fat about fat. fat, Look, look
0: at this pencil.
1: I don't get it. (laughs) There's Squidward's nose.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's fucking funny. All right, but now we got to play brand new. Please don't sue us, brand new. (laughs) <laughs> We're just playing. Uh, not even thirty that seconds. Fucking lead of singer song. would
1: sue us. He's that type of douche. You know, it's it, what's allegedly. I, li- <laughs> I,
0: I like brand new. I'm a brand new fan. Um, uh, but yeah, there's something about that dude where I feel like he's like the jock that would have picked on me <laughs> exactly,
1: in high school. Exactly. Exactly. He is. Uh, I've been a bad, bad. Oh, it's girl. like the kid that's really fucking smart, gets straight A's, but then like fucking grows pot in his dad's closet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what,
0: though? I, I, and I've said this before, but uh, but um, fucking uh, most music that I appreciate is, is normally people that I, I would never want to hang out with. Like, I know that I would not have gotten along with Kurt Cobain. I know it.
1: Oh yeah, and and also he's I probably a sniveling whiny little bitch. Yeah,
0: I just I just know that we wouldn't get along. And I feel like if I hung out with Chris Hannah from Propaganda, who's like my favorite band ever, even though he's funny and he's and, and I follow him on Twitter and he's hilarious and and he writes great songs and everything, but he's so like vegan and 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 politically driven and all yeah. that stuff. And, and I and I appreciate that stuff and try to be on that, but I feel like if me and him hung out, we wouldn't get along. Like he'd be preaching it when you're just or whatever. To chill. He probably just wouldn't like me because I because he would think that I'm too much of like a jock or something you know uh, like yeah, yeah. like he would think that i'm a bro yeah you know like
1: the bro the bro you're not fighting the machine the
0: bro chart would like you know like i'm at the bottom of it <laughs> but he's so far at the bottom of it you know um the so, bro graph, yeah <laughs> the bro bell curve <laughs> i've boys. been a bad bad girl yeah. i
1: think it's just the symbol
0: <laughs> well, all right that's cool Alright, shut it off before it gets sued. Yeah, Um, but you know what? That brings me to something that I wanted to talk about. Actually, all right, Uh, and that what that is. Speaking of, well, actually, two things I wanted to talk about. Speaking of nineties stuff, I I've recently HBO. Somehow, just got got the rights back to Mister Show with Bob and David. Do you remember oh, yeah. that show? Yeah, yeah. And I was, uh, and I, and I remember that show fondly. And I was like, "This is, this is awesome." I have HBO Go. I'm going to watch it. And it's the first time I've been watching it. And it's the first time ever that I now feel like the '90s were were a long time ago. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy because uh, so Mister Show came out in '95. I think it ran for like three years or something like that. The State, which is our favorite sketch comedy show of all time, that came out in '93. I own, mm-hmm. I have all the state DVDs. I watch them all the time. When I watch them, I don't feel like it's that old. Like, yeah, there's some references to shit going on in the '90s and stuff like that, but I still feel like like that like that was recorded yesterday. I know what you mean. I'm watching uh, Mister Show with Bob and David, and it feels like I'm watching like an old fucking talkie movie from really? the fucking <laughs> '40s. Yeah, it's it might be because like they look so different. And all the young, people, like the Brian Posehn and uh, and Paul F. Tompkins and all the guys that are on there are like youngins at this point, you know. It's maybe that, but it's also the way it's recorded. It's it looks old. It, that's it, what I was going to ask. Yeah. I I have the same feeling from that as I do when if I was to watch like E. T. on a VHS
1: tape, I know you what know. You mean, yeah. And I've
0: been thinking, like, fuck, ninety five was literally thirty one years yeah. ago. And that's I mean,
1: what, no, twenty one years ago. That's what's weird about the nineties. I was thinking about this recently. How. You think back to the 90s and, uh, you know, the new millennium brought on the 2000s and you kind of almost forget that we're almost done with the 2010s. Yeah. So when you look back on the 90s, it's like you're almost just dropping back out of the 2000s, but you're literally dropping back in over 20 years. Yeah, 95
0: was 21 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. I even made it long before I said 31, but 21 years ago. And it does not feel like that. It feels like it was yesterday.
1: That's like a lifetime ago.
0: It feels like it was six years ago. I I think once 2000 hit, I just stayed in 2000.
1: That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, we we almost consider ourselves in just the 2000s. Right. But we're really in another decade. Yeah, it's going to be 2020. 2020 soon. We're going to be three decades away from the 90s.
0: We're going to be 40 years old, and it's going to be 2020.
1: Don't say the 40.
0: Unless I blow my brains out before that, which, <laughs> by the way, love. suicide reference number one of the show.
1: <laughs> one? Oh, of the show. <laughs> oh, the, of the show. <laughs> I thought you meant of the season. <laughs> oh, no. The, that, that's, un, that's uncountable amounts <laughs> yeah.
0: of times that I've said I've killed myself on the show. That's like silent farts. Um. But uh. yeah, so that freaked me out. And then the other thing that freaked me out about it is uh. Paul F. Tompkins, who I, who I mentioned, is fat on it, and Jack Black is skinny on it, and it's uh, very weird yeah. to see that because Paul F. Tompkins is like this slim, dapper uh, personnel, and Jack Black is just this fat maniac, <laughs> and they're literally the roles are reversed. Like Jack Black's on, well, at least the first season. I think the second season he shaved his head, but the first season he's got like long, flowing hair, and he's dressed real well, and he's super skinny. And then, and then they shoot the uh, Paul F. Tompkins, and he's like got acne, and he's like all—he looks like a fat <laughs> fucking kid. He doesn't have like his uh, pompadour fucking uh, do or anything. He's just like got curly hair. He's a video
1: game kid yeah he just likes a fat
0: video game <laughs> oh, kid oh no even brian possein's fucking a little bit thinner back then and had a little bit more hair i don't know and also there's an episode with sarah silverman and i forgot how goddamn gorgeous sarah silverman was when she was a fucking kid dude when she w- when she was in- i just feel like you could like see her nose hair no <laughs> you know like she's in a her bitch she i think she's attractive now but in but in her early 20s when she was <laughs> watched ugh.
1: i know she you know she's not hard on the eyes or anything she's a pretty girl but I don't think she's like super hot yeah. you know well, like yeah I feel like she has like you know a lot of hair on her lower back well she's a Jewish broad so yeah, that's gonna of, happen a lot of black hair that's gonna happen uh, black hairs on white skin I don't mind I don't mind the, the black hairs I don't mind a little peach fuzz but yeah. I'm saying black, black hair on white skin you're an Italian gentleman y- your mm.
0: race owns the hairiest women in the world yeah that's why I really don't like Italian shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they all gotta wax their mustache and shit
0: um, the other thing that I wanted to bring up besides the Mr. Show speaking and it kind of falls in with the Green Day thing talking about bands that were now I'm using I'm really using the Airstreams here punk bands mm-hmm. that became big international superstars is What's up with this fucking band, Fallout Boy? And we gotta take them out somehow. Why are they
1: back on the scene?
0: If I I, I don't wish ill on anybody, uh, especially creative people, but if there's one tour bus that I want to see explode, it's this fucking Fallout Boy band, dude. I, I heard a song of theirs uh, a few weeks ago. And it's the months. It's them just doing the monsters theme. It's the huh. it's the lead singer going like blah 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 blah. Like look at me, I'm the ugly one in the group. And then all of a sudden <laughs> it goes ba ba na na ba na na. Really? And they legit do the monsters theme. That's so so, so here's the deal. So I'm thinking to myself And of uh, all themes. Uh, so yeah, right. They could at least have done Sanford and song or something something. that would be awesome. <laughs> 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 they probably will. That'll be the next
1: fallout boy. Thing. And the ugly one walks out all slow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the pretty bass player winks to the crowd and the girl and the <laughs> shows girls <his> melts. <laughs> shows his I'm the play. hot one. Um uh but yeah, so they're doing that, and so then I thought to myself, I said, okay. It, you know they're probably scraping for material. Uh, it, it, they're just trying to to appeal to a mass audience. Obviously, any semblance of fucking integrity in their art is completely gone at this point. And I get it. They're just a big band. They're selling out stadiums. They're making a ton. They're of, selling out stadiums. I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, and uh, and, uh, and I thought they broke
1: up. I thought there was no more of that.
0: Well, thing. here. But here's what I'm getting at is that, oh, maybe they're not selling us. They, I don't know, but they're making money. They're traveling. They're making money. They're, 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 they're on the radio. They're on the top 40. Really? They're in the case of Kasem's top 40. Right? I didn't
1: think bands were even in the top 40.
0: Uh, and then I hear another Fallout Boy song uh, like a couple days ago, and it's, I believe it's off the same album, whatever the album that may be. I, I believe it's called Shit Sandwich. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's a fucking them doing a song, and they sample and rip off Tom's Diner, by Suzanne Vega. Wait, was it they, Tom, was it called Tom's Diner? I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. do, 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 oh, do, yeah. do oh yeah, I know. There's and that. then oh, I yeah. spilt the milk. Yeah,
1: What the fuck, They'll, dude? They like stop the music and the singer does it like does an overhand clap.
0: <laughs> Why? How is that allowed? And how is Suzanne Vega not running know. at them with a sharp object? Like what the fuck? Maybe you n- can't write your own songs. You, two out of two. You you ripped the other
1: one. You ripped oh, off monsters. the monsters, yeah.
0: and then you ripped off Suzanne Vega. And these
1: are two songs that are
0: on the radio and are being played.
1: That song's still being played. That dude, 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 dude. Why? That's not ago. that's not a new song. No, I think that's old because I remember hearing that a while ago and being like, wow, they put how are they allowed to do that? I just heard that the other and day the, and I was what? stunned. You know what else they rip off of? No, uh, I don't even want to know. John. Wait, what not it? Ellen John. Who does that song? Um... Uh take a look at my girlfriend, cause she's the only one I got. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. Ba-da-da-da. Yeah,
0: right. Wait, Th- they ripped that off? Totally. Wait, did they did, did did they rip that off in the way that Green Day ripped off the Kinks, or did they use it in their song they explicitly, used it
1: just like they used the diner? What the fuck? How yeah. is this allowed? I don't know. What is this fucking? There's a lot uh, of that going on in music these days. There's a lot of it going on in rap.
0: Well, that but I expect that from rap. That's what you're supposed to do in rap. You take a hook from a song, you, you incorporate it into a beat, and then you rap over it. But no. This is a rock and roll band that are writing songs, eh, and then the, and, but they're not even covering these songs. They're writing no. their own weird verses, and then the hooks are hooks of other songs. Hey, yeah. One of them, a fucking 50s monster <laughs> sitcom. <laughs> what is going on in this world, and how are people listening to it and saying, this is okay, well, this is acceptable?
1: Kids, kids never saw the monsters, and kids don't know that diner song. They well they think, gotta they, learn they, it they think it's OG it's a good
0: song they <laughs> should go listen to that song not this crap they're fucking they throwing out there they think wrote
1: it <laughs> with his bass strumming style holy shit I don't think he like really plays it, when you see them play live or whatever you don't hear any bass he acts like he's just strumming everything and he doesn't move up and down the fret he'll just sit there like this I swear to god really yeah just strumming along really and you don't hear any bass I think he's just like a, an item <laughs> like I can't <laughs> <laughs> he's <an item. laughs>
0: like he's just totally brain dead and they just throw him up there and they're just like look good for the girls yeah, they
1: wheel up on a milk thing it,
0: he he looks at he looks at uh it, he has writing on his arm so he can remember the words and he just looks at it and just says on his fucking wrist
1: he's the backup vocalist don't
0: forget to rip off suzanne Vega's actually good song i can't
1: believe that shit man now
0: let me let me say this and this is this is gonna blow your mind rtg uh i will say if they write their own songs which i believe they did at the time that i know for a fact that fallout boy is capable of writing a good song this is what, because th- there was a while and i've never confessed this to anybody let alone a national podcast audience i know what song it is there's a song by like it by fallout boy that w- that w- i guess could be filed under guilty pleasure of dev dog to the point where me and my friend uh, our close friend mark uh, when I was living in Red Bank, New Jersey, he, he used to come over to my apartment all the time, and we would wait for my girlfriend at the time to leave, and as soon as she leave, he'd, he'd look <laughs> at me and he'd be like, put it on. And, I, and it was our little secret that we liked the song, because we didn't want the world to know that we listened to a Fallout song, <laughs> but uh, This Ain't a Scene, It's a Goddamn Arms Race I knew it was that song. is a good fucking song. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, wish, I wish somebody else had written it. I, you know, and I'm I'm bearing my soul to you, the listeners, and you, RTG, by letting you know that I enjoy that song. I
1: knew it's their only good song.
0: But uh, but but I know that that those that group of wacky gentlemen could actually write a fucking song. So why don't they do it instead of ripping off the monsters <laughs> and Suzanne Vega? It's the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing in the world to me. I don't get it. They're it's, a
1: weird band altogether. It's
0: a it's just an odd fucking thing to do. Like like why like uh, like imagine I came to you with a song, I'm like, Yo, I got this I got this brand new song, dude, it's awesome. And then I sang you a verse that was mine, it was about a personal experience, and then in the middle I was just like, Here comes the sun. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I was wondering what song Here comes the sun and I say, Anyway, I'm fucking look at me, I got this fucking derby cap on and this guy's a maniac.
1: Yeah, I don't know, I'd probably run with it. <laughs> You'd be like, Let's do <laughs> it. Yeah, sweet. But okay. All right, that's all I had to say. Yeah, no, I feel your pain. I, I mean, Fallout Boy—I didn't even know they still played anymore, but they're one of those bands where it's like, oh, you know, good for them—they achieved success. But they then, also wear hot pink lapel safety pins. Yeah, and you get—it it almost makes you angry, especially if you're a musician. It makes you angry because it's like, why can't talent make it? Why does it have to be, you know, some old Jewish guy watching? You know, goes to a show as an A&R and says, you know. Uh, Why do you have to bring fucking
0: race into to?
1: Because that's usually how it rolls. Oh, okay. And you know they because they're the ones that see talent and know how to turn talent into money. Well, but, shut me up. But they don't. <laughs> but they don't see talent. They'll see the the musicians and be like, I can make them look like something. Right. You know they'll see the, what they're you know oh that dude has the look their their music is good enough to be produced into something listenable. I'll give them a hook and put eyeliner on them and they'll be millionaires by. Now. Week, you know, well, it's you know, so not fair. The
0: weird thing about Fallout Boy, though, is that they did they, they paid their dues, they, they did come through the scene. I mean, yeah. we played with them, if you we play, did, yeah, we played the skate and surf fest with them, uh. and uh, and I think we played with them at another thing. Like they they actually did come out out of some sort of underground scene and people and 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 real people that listen to punk music and stuff appreciated them enough to to support them enough that they got to the point that they then could be shells of themselves and sell out. Yeah, I like, heard they toured like a motherfucker. Yeah, they didn't they didn't like uh, they weren't fabricated. They, right. they weren't the Backstreet Boys or anything. They they, they actually put in the work. So it, it it's like there had to be. I don't know their their stuff. I had never listened to their earlier albums. I only, I only was aware of them once they got bigger going
1: down swinging is that yeah right
0: um but uh but i guess there has to be some substance on those early albums just just like kind of like you know the first let's say four green day albums yeah you know (laughs) first four (laughs) well if you if you can if you uh 39 smooth out and kerplunk and dookie
1: and uh yeah the one with armada shanks on it (laughs) i love that record (laughs) <laughs> Especially Stuart in the Avenue. Don't knock it out, do you? Try that. <laughs> and, right, uh, right. What was the other one? Stuart in the Avenue. And, uh, oh, Tight Wad Hill. There's no return <laughs> from 86. That's a good one. not then try. That's a goodie. But what did I want to say? Uh, oh, yeah, Fallout Boy Painter dues. Oh, yeah, you said we played with Fallout Boy. That sounds familiar. That sounds like, I feel like, uh, we played with Fall Out Boy and what was that other, that band from Jersey who was like pop punk and they kind of almost made, and they did, they did make something of themselves. Who am Starting I? line? No. No, no, no. Because they get, we played with them. They made it big. Yeah, it was at this place in like Seaside, and it was like a big green stage. I think. It was oh, you're like talking about stage? Say Anything? Yeah, say yeah. Anything. We put yeah.
0: We opened up for Say Anything yeah. at that show, and that was right when they were getting started. Yeah. And uh
1: big green stage, right? It was called like the Green. Yeah, something monster. like
0: that. I don't know. Yeah. I remember. But, I remember that show. I was so sick that I was literally laying on the concrete in the parking lot, like. Uh, i don't know because it was cool
1: yeah because it felt good yeah. <laughs> it was it was
0: the it was the outside equivalent of laying on the bathroom floor after you puke yeah, yeah yeah or flipping the pillow anyway who gives a shit about our yeah. stupid band no, and, and those just, stupid bands i was
1: just saying i was just desensitized on who he played with ever since raw bass like <laughs> who gives a shit <laughs> <laughs> we're up for raw bass and i took his last slice of pizza and dj easy rock complete. rest in peace yeah sickle cell damn you
0: um okay. So we've been teasing a segment on this show that we're gonna be doing called RTG Investigates. Yes. And uh I if I wasn't lazy and had to miss the show last night and put one ounce of effort into this whole thing, I would have made a sounder for it, but I don't have it yet. So let's just pretend it's RTG investigates. Boom, 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 RTG investigates, did and then he spilt the milk. Um, so this is your first investigation. Yeah. Congra- How do you feel about it? Good? I feel
1: good. It's a biggie. Okay. It's a biggie. No pun intended. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You beat me to it. Don't do not do a biggie impression. People I'll will start well, shutting I'll off. I'll, be- I'll stick with Ventura. If you start
0: doing a biggie impression, people are going to start smashing their, their devices, their, uh-huh. I- their iPhones. Well, and their, then they'll fit right in if, with me. If they hear the word uh, <laughs> no doubt or cool water come out of your mouth, oh, the hate mail. What I about YA? whatever,
1: whatever's and whatever's? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That. It's so funny. I know. It, it makes me laugh. Okay, go ahead. Um, okay. So my first invest well, this is actually probably my fifth or sixth, but my first official investigation is gonna be a biggie. Like you said, no pun <laughs> intended, I keep going for it. But um <laughs> it's uh I investigated the murders of Easy EZ- well, Tupac Shakur and Biggie, and the alleged murder, but death of Easy E via. AIDS.
0: Okay, because I was going to say there was a virus took that motherfucker out. Yes, all right. But there's something
1: you need to know. Okay, well, uh, we're, we're, ears are uh, open. So we are we are interested. Let's begin with the giant psychopath that's behind all of this, mm-hmm. which uh, is Sugar Knight. <laughs> is that what is <laughs> yeah. Sugar is short for? Yeah, really, Marion sugar, oh, sugar Sugar Knight. <laughs> He's the sweetness. Oh, honey, honey. <laughs> He's sweet meat. So. Well, right now, uh, Suge is going through a huge legal process himself Because he's a psychopath And he spent his whole life beating the shit out of people And killing people okay. And shaking Wait, before people we, down
0: Before we get into this, let me just say that all this is alleged, alleged yeah. and,
1: and these these are not the right.
0: facts given out by the Awkward I-Five well, podcast Well, is facts
1: mixed this in is, here
0: This is RTG's opinion through his investigation Please don't hang us out of a window of an L-I right. style Suge Knight, thank you Right.
1: Oh, I could have threw that in there too all right, so, but right now, Sugar's in court. Um, Wasn't he in jail? Oh, he yeah, he's always in jail. Okay. But it's always like... Yeah, because
0: I thought him and, um, who was that comedian, that little short... Cat Williams. Yeah, didn't they run somebody over?
1: No, uh, him and Cat Williams stole a paparazzi's camera. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I guess either they wanted the pictures back that were taken, because they were probably smoking crack somewhere, or uh, allegedly, or they wanted mm-hmm. to steal the paparazzi's pictures to sell, <laughs> to make money. Okay. It's, which is probably what really happened. All right. But... Um, Catwoman's is another fucking great human being. Suge is in court for murder right now. Um, what he did was he got into a little fight at... Uh, what was the place called? It was Ta- Ta- Tam's Burgers in Compton, and it was actually on the movie set to, straight out of Compton. So I guess he was getting all fired up from his old days. And he got into a fight with these two dudes and he ran over 55 year old Terry Carter's head with his SUV. Oh. Squished that shit like a bug. Oh. Yep. So Sugar's, uh, he's, um, saying, or, you know, Alleging. Uh, yeah, alleging. <laughs> Let's uh, just stick with allegedly. I, I knew there was another allegedly, word. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. That he was <laughs> temporarily blind <laughs> and... From all that dope chronic smoke? <laughs> yeah. He couldn't see through the chronic smoke from hot box in his whip and ran over that dude's head and crushed it.
0: Now, let me ask you a question. I don't know if your investigation has gone this deep, mm-hmm. but how was that guy in the position to get his head ran over by a truck in the first place? Was I, he just taking a little concrete nap? Me outside of the seaside I'll (laughs) can
1: say anything show like what was going on there. i actually watched a video it was him and some other guy i don't know what the i think it was something involving trying to rob suge knight's chain i think something about that it was probably just gang shit going on because uh suge knight is allegedly a member of the uh blood Pyrus gang in compton and i think these guys were crips and they got into a fight some dude hit uh Shug in the face with like a flurry of punches. So, Shug put the car in, fu- you know, in drive, hit like both dude, just hit them. Then he backs up oh. and ran and aims. You see him like line the shit up. Wait, there's video of this? Yeah. You don't see the guy's head. You don't see the squishing. Ugh, okay. It's from a distance, but you see him run the shit over. But I think they put like a Batman thing over it, like zap. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't see. Bang it. pow! Yeah, pow. That guy's head popped like a pimple. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. So he's in. He's uh. He's in jail, and his lawyer Thad Culpepper is trying to put together. Wait, excuse me. Thad Can Thaddeus we, Thad Culpepper Thaddeus. Culpepper. What is up with all these awesome names lately? <laughs> I don't know. They're everywhere. But Thaddeus. He, uh, he's Suge's defense attorney, and he said he wants to put together an OJ-like defense team to get Suge out of trouble. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where, where Suge's come up with this death row money, but maybe he has some fucking buried behind the doghouse or some shit. But, I'm sure uh, the guy's making money. I mean, he was just
0: portrayed in a major m- motion yeah, picture. Yeah,
1: true, true. And, I, you know
0: they all made money off of that. There's no yeah. Suge Knight is is represented so horribly in that film. He's made out to be the bad guy so badly that he he had the only way that he signed off on that to uh, use yeah, his likeness yeah. is if he got fucking paid like or else crazy that'd be for like,
1: it. Like slander, he could sue for well, right? or whatever. Yeah, like such an and then
0: he, and you said he's on the set of the movie, so he obviously was uh, there yeah, as a yeah. consultant and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's no make way harder than that. There's no <laughs> way he would have let you know they they I when I watched that film, that was one of the things that I. I thought about because everybody knows that Suge Knight is the bad guy ever since the you know the stories of hanging (laughs) people out of windows ever since all up in the videos (laughs) but uh when i watched that movie i was like how bad are they gonna make him seen are they just gonna touch on this but they made him like completely the bad guy. yeah when he
1: whooped that dude's ass for parking in his face there's
0: like one scene where fucking uh, it's i guess it's dre or whatever like they're all they're all playing pool or something and dre like gets bitched out by him and he's and he's like leaving and he turns around and looks at him and like shook is like uh chalking up his cue and and he fucking like looks over and gives him like a look like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm gonna kill you or really? whatever. Really? Yeah. I remember that. And but I'm like, damn, yeah, sugar's that, a bad man. That
1: is sugar. But um he's using uh MJ's uh kitty touching lawyer. Okay. <laughs> no, he already used that dude. Uh, his name's okay, Terry Carter. Pretty mm, good. All right. Uh, oh no that's the dude he ran over like a pimple. Oh. Uh his his OJ lawyer you ain't ever been on a ride um, like this before. He actually uh, recently got Suge acquitted of double murder charges. For now who are this? That's he? a different murder. I didn't have information on that. Are you sure Suge's last
0: name isn't Clinton? Because the,
1: the, the... Oh, the, I was like, um, maybe. <laughs> the, the body count is fucking uh, <laughs> oh, is yeah. up there. Oh, this yeah. is a Clinton-style body count. Hell yeah. So um, he was already acquitted of double murder, but he was given a... Ten, I believe, $10 million, no 10% option bail. And he, and he posted it? No. He uh, told the judge he had colon cancer and did the notorious passing out in the courtroom thing. <laughs> Why does everybody do that? Uh, I'm not aware of this, so please explain. He, I, I don't know if it was... He's claimed he had uh, colon cancer, and he said the toilet in his jail cell is driving him insane. <laughs> <laughs> and he got denied a new cell with a different toilet, and was denied the ten percent option in lowering his bail. What? Why is he <clears> driving <throat> insane? Is like making fun of him or something? Like, I, look at you, you fat fuck. He says there's something wrong with his colon, but I don't. But I, I, where is there a luxury shitter in jail? Like, <laughs> yeah, is he, was he gonna get the handicap stall? You know, right?
0: I but, mean, he is a big gentleman. Yeah, but, you know,
1: but I mean. What they make toilets for big folk?
0: No, I'm just saying that he might be a little bit more uncomfortable than the average 170 pound inmate. Yeah, enemy.
1: true. So you just stand up and shit.
0: I'm just trying to back. I'm just trying to back my man, Shook. You
1: are. You just don't want him to come after you. <laughs> yeah, right. I just, I just <laughs> want I just want him to know the love that I got for him and the whole Death Row crew. Um. So he didn't. He didn't get his bail load. He didn't get the 10% option. So he did the notorious faking passing out in court. And I don't get why people do that all the time.
0: This is what I'm saying. I, I've never heard is, of this. Before. You never heard? No, that's what I want you to explain. The oh. passing out in court, well, not I, the toilet of Shugman.
1: No, no, no. Whenever people get like a bail that's astronomical or a sentence that you know is pretty much life ruining mm-hmm. or ending, they always fake passing out in court i thought that's what their moms do with their like flower caps oh no yeah yeah it's what it's like and they pass out or they fake heart attacks and shit but like what is that gonna do the judge is gonna be like oh shit i feel bad i actually love that <laughs> all shit.
0: right sugar you're out
1: yeah sweet sweet sugar <laughs> let him free
0: so he passed out in court. Yeah, I've never heard of this before. Now I'm going to be. Uh, I'm looking for it. I've, People do it all the time.
1: Yeah, because I've this seen sounds it.
0: like a trick I should have in my back pocket. I, uh, <laughs> I'm feeling. A li- I'm feeling a little
1: faint right now. <laughs> Usually, it's just make like you're sleeping. Shug took it a step further and made like he was dead. Is like, it hot in here? No, nah, it's good. No. So I. Uh, <laughs> I was watching one of those shows like, you know, it's kind of like cops, but it's like and then next you'll never believe what he does. You know what I mean? Those type of shows. Right. So it was all about like courtroom shit where people end up like brawling in court and stuff. And there was a whole segment on <laughs> fake pass or outers and they really fucking devote themselves to this shit. Wow, like Like soccer players? like They take fucking falls? The medics come in and they're like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Everything's fine. They're like, I'm telling you. You don't know how I feel. So, okay, what benefit is to be gained by this? That's my question. Like, the judge is going to feel bad for you and be like, nah, give him the 10%. He only ran over someone's head. Or... (laughs) Or is it just
0: to gain like a few more
1: seconds of free, free, of sweet freedom or something? Maybe they think they'll be taken to a hospital instead of a jail cell. Uh, okay. I don't know. Right. But. So, so,
0: like, the same reason that people plead insanity all the time. Sort of. Like, they'd rather go to a mental institution than a jailhouse. Yeah.
1: yeah and I guess. Jailhouse? This is
0: the 40s. Yeah. The big house. <laughs> they don't want to work on the chain gang. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so, uh,. Yeah, so he does that. But let's get into the, the yeah, juicy ahead, investigation please, please. part. That was a little background on our good friend Sugar, just to show you what a fucking psycho this dude is. Allegedly
0: a psycho Allegedly. that I don't I don't really, so far, don't think he's a psycho. I feel like he's my best friend and I love him.
1: <laughs> he's a good guy. All right, so let's start with uh, Eric Wright, the founder and the CFO <laughs> for <laughs> NWA. Wait, is this
0: a thing I hate? Are you doing a thing I hate right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm RTG. and This is what I hate. I used it, so Easy E. All right, Um, we've most of us have seen Straight Outta Compton, or it's or we're alive in the '80s, or yeah, or it's public knowledge, or it's we've seen in passing how Suge shook down Easy E to get Dre out of his contract so he could sign Dre to Death Row Records, so they could come out with the you know hit record, The Chronic. Mm-hmm. so there's all these rumors about how he, he beat him out of the contract or he threatened to murder him and his family out of the contract. But <clears throat> I've never heard mur- mur- threaten to murder him and his family used as a verb before. <laughs> it isn't constant. <laughs> so there was a lot of speculation that Suge Knight was behind Easy e getting HIV and eventually dying of AIDS. Now, how is that possible? Right.
0: Because, it, because everybody knows that AZE
1: was a player and, yeah, he, and, he, was, and he was banging a lot of chicks. True. So uh, okay. He used the roundabout HIV test. He'd be like, Devin, do you know anyone with HIV? <laughs> and when you say no, I say, like, good, because you know me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Um, there's, the, so, there's the Hedberg line for this. There's got to be one shot. There's got to be me singing, me talking about killing myself, a Hedberg reference, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, something <laughs> else. Go ahead. And uh, Suge
1: Knight compliments. All right, so Easy <clears> e <throat> uh, there's a lot of speculation that he was actually shot up with the disease. Really? Okay. Yes.
0: I was thinking that you were going to say that he hired a woman who ha- they knew had HIV to fuck him.
1: <laughs> and made her fuck him.
0: Yeah, but that seems a little bit more plausible than shooting him up with an
1: injection yeah, of HIV. Yeah, that would actually be a good idea. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, that, that, that's not what they think They think he was pricked with the needle Now who's this? So, investigators? Uh, his family believe this um, And there's uh, I don't know about investigators but the, you know, there's a lot of talk In the hip hop community that this is what happened I want to give you a couple tidbits sure, of please. info I'm sorry I'm right? interrupting you too much It's alright, just remember what you were going to say cause I yeah. just want to tell you this real quick um, Well first there's the rumor That back in 91 Remember he went to the White House and had lunch with George Bush Who? Easy. Yes. Yeah. yes. So there's there's a quick there's a quick uh you know, conspiracy about him getting pricked with the HIV injection at that dinner to like eliminate hip hop, but he was hit by with the by the government.
0: They think Bush Sr. did it? <laughs> yeah. Like he
1: leaned over and felt like this one hurt a bit. And just so like, I him in the neck real quick. Welcome to the magical world of HIV. Not gonna <laughs> debt. Not in this juncture. Did it.
0: <laughs> All right, that's just us doing Dana Carvey. Impre- whenever Dana somebody th- doing whenever Bush. somebody does a George Bush impression, they're just doing Dana Carvey doing yeah, George Bush. Yeah. Knock on that. When not they, in this junction. <laughs> One <when> day, <they> <laughs> Now, let me play some jazz trumpet for y'all.
1: <laughs> What's that from? <laughs>
0: Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> when, speaking of OJ, when he's like talking about Johnny Cochran. Your honor's a wise man. Oh, yeah. Your <laughs> a man. If I was a gay man, I'd have sex with your honor. <laughs> now, excuse me while I play some jazz trumpet for y'all.
1: i sex with your <laughs> Um... Alright, so here's where it gets juicy. Now, I don't know if this means anything, but after leaving N.W.A., uh, Ice Cube was pretty close with Shook Knight in the beginning before he realized he was a psycho, and Ice Cube's first solo album was titled Lethal Injection. May not mean much to anyone, but why the hell would he call his album Lethal Injection with a picture of a needle on the cover of the CD, like, going into someone's body. Okay. Weird. Great album, by the way. But, The clincher comes when Suge Knight goes on to Jimmy Kimmel, wasted drunk. You could almost not make out his words because he's so drunk, slurring his speech. How long ago was this? Uh, Kimmel hasn't been on the air for that long. Yeah, I want to say it was like 2010. Okay, so uh, about a nickel ago. Something about that. And uh, he... Says to Jimmy Kimmel, you know Jimmy Kimmel puts on a bulletproof vest as a joke, and he's like, "What's a bulletproof vest for?" And Jimmy's like, "He got, my, I got to watch my back and stuff." And he's like, "Nah," he's like, "That's too easy." He's like, "There's way too many forensics and shit like that these days. We don't murder people like that no more. We give them the slow death, the easy e death." What? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "When you're not looking, we just prick you with the needle." Says it straight up on Jimmy Kimmel. This
0: is now. This is something that you could go watch and see on YouTube. You could watch it. Holy shit! You could watch it on YouTube. Yep. Put okay. the link up. I'll put the link up. Yeah. He's uh, Maybe drunk. I will. I don't know.
1: <laughs> don't be afraid. I'm, I'm of sugar. afraid. I'm more afraid of them than ain't the no one's posting that ten milli for sugar. <laughs> They're like, thank God he's off this earth. People in fucking France are afraid <laughs> of sugar Knight. <laughs> so he confesses that shit on Kimmel, allegedly. Alleg- well, he did confess it, but he, you know, yeah, it, it allegedly happened.
0: So now, just, just the fact that he's on Kimmel is weird. Like, that's almost like the way that O.J. Simpson wrote that book like a decade later that pretty much said, well, I didn't kill my wife, but if I did, this is how I would do yeah. it.
1: <laughs> if I did do it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: right. That was the name of the book. And then he pretty much confessed in the book how he killed everybody. Yeah. Like, why would you go on TV and do that? Yeah. See, that's an well, ego fucking double thing.
1: jeopardy. He can never be charged again. Yeah, I got so it. He could, like, write in the book saying, I fucking did the shit out of it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but I just, it's so weird that they would even have him on for that. Like, here's the It's this weird guy. that
1: a publishing company would be like, ah. Well, I'm not even
0: talking about the OJ. I'm talking about a Suge Knight on Kimmel. Like, like, I, I know they're doing it for ratings, but this guy is a murderer. Then yeah. you're having him on to kind of joke about how he's a murderer. Yeah. Like That's fucking weird. That'd be like having Charlie Manson on. And and well, I guess maybe they did. And he's
1: a blood. Like, hey, let's bring a blood out yeah. here. That's crazy. Like shit could go down in the green room. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. But, um, all right, that's number one, easy e But uh, really what I'm trying to get to is the Big e murders. Yes. You know, that's one of the biggest – that's right up there with the Zapruder film.
0: <laughs> now, <laughs> and also there has to be a Zapruder fucking <laughs> <can't> reference. Um, <laughs> what, before we move on to Big E and Pac, the one thing that I wanted to say about Easy e uh, um, young Eric, is that fucking – Young Eric? What, what, his son? No, his name is Eric. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, Easy e died when, younger than we are. Yeah. Yeah. He was like 33 when he died. Yeah, or about that. Yeah. Um, uh, what I wanted to say about the AIDS thing that might might be an interesting tidbit is that his son and his wife never contracted the disease. Right. Right. That's, okay. That's uh, that's a big piece of info. Okay. Yeah. Know? So I wanted to add but that. But I'm
1: sure he fucked her after he got shot with the, <laughs> the needle, but... I don't know. You know.
0: Maybe needle AIDS doesn't transfer to dick AIDS. That's what I'm thinking. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> needle AIDS. <If> <laughs> That's a good name for a band. It's a good fucking band <laughs> name. AIDS. Don't forget the band name thing. I'm still slacking on <laughs> I know, that. I know, I know. All right, so let's get to Pac and Veggie. Uh, yes, this, please. This is where it all gets tied together like a web. I just threw Easy in there just to add to the Suge Knight psychopath. Just the
0: fact that there's a conspiracy theory that Easy might have been shot up with AIDS to kill him from Shug Knight is yeah, crazy enough. Yeah, and
1: Shug Knight confesses it on Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, I wish he shot Jimmy Kimmel. Bit, it, but it's man. just kind of you know setting the setting the foundation to show how he. Would eliminate anyone who got in the way of his money right. and would fuck try and fuck with his business in hip hop. Right. All right, and I think that's pretty
0: proven, right?
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> pretty. And you know, anyone else, you know, beyond, get, if you're a big superstar, you get murdered. If you're just someone that's like uh, an attorney or a fucking accountant, you get pistol whipped in the parking lot. Right. <laughs> so it's like, he has his levels of you right. know how bad you get beat based on your importance in the business. He's
0: like the modern day Frank Sinatra. He's just <laughs> <laughs> whacking, he's, just fucking, yeah, just bringing people out in the parking lot and beating the shit out of them. <laughs>
1: All right, so, Suge uh, claims he knows who killed Pac, because um, he was sitting in the passenger seat when Pac was shot, and he said he, he, he saw who killed Pac, but the street won't allow him to give that information out. Mm-hmm. And there were no other uh, witnesses that supposedly saw anything uh, because of the quickness of the murder and because no one was around, apparently. Now Tupac was in the car, right? They were leaving. Yeah. They were leaving
0: a, uh, a a boxing match or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Tyson fight. Yeah. Right, and uh, and they were in the car, and then some people just rolled up and shot up the car and then rolled away. That was what yeah, that way that just happened. Just
1: like Biggie's murder. Right, right, right. And uh, a lot of people, because uh, Pac got into a fight a couple hours before he got killed with uh, Orlando. Or uh, what, was, what was his name? Orlando. Please tell
0: me it's Orlando Jones from Mad TV. Think, Please tell me it's Orlando Jones it's Orlando from Mad
1: Jones. TV. No, there's no way Orlando <laughs> Jones and Pac got into a fight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Orlando Jones was doing an impression of him. Damn, I forgot his name. But, it doesn't matter, go ahead. Yeah, he's a, he was a crypt, okay? Right. The rival gang member of Shook Knight. And they got into a fight a little before that, so there there's a lot of speculation on whether or not it was him. But we... Uh, we got a lot of talking out of Suge Knight's ex girlfriend, who apparently did all the transactions and set up all Suge Knight's sketchy work—really wet work. Okay. okay. <laughs> so uh, we have a confession saying that
0: um, who's we? The RTG investigation the, team.
1: <laughs> the LAPD. Okay. Has a uh, um, has a confession that Suge Knight and Puffy worked together on the murder of Tupac. And a Crip gang member was hired by Puffy for an undisclosed amount of money to kill Pac, um, and um, oh, and then the dude was was being investigated and was killed in an unrelated gang shooting. Okay. Taking out witnesses, just like the mob, right?
0: Just like the Insane. Clintons. Here, but here's here's my question: Is if Suge was in on the murder of Tupac, why would he want to be in the car that was going to get shot up? That seems a little I guess risky. To make him
1: look. He even took like a graze to the head. I think it was like.
0: But but there's no way you could control that situation. I know. There, it's not like he hired sharpshooters. There was probably yeah. uh, like two dudes that rolled up in the car with like an Uzi or whatever it was or whatever. No, it was like a nine. Okay, but but still, like there, you know, it's not like they like once the bullets start flying, you don't know what's going <laughs> to happen. Why would you ever put yourself in the crosshairs? That, that Pac could weird.
1: have leaned over to change the fucking channel on the radio and they could have shot fucking Suge yeah. in the head. Well, you know what? Uh, real quick, that's actually why Biggie died because obviously he's a big man and when he saw the guy start shooting at him next to him in the car, he kind of tried to like lean away from the door and because he did that, the bullet went into his heart. Oh, really? And that was the fatal shot. Oh. Because he leaned, because he's a big man. Yeah. What I was thinking was damn, Biggie should have just fucking kicked the, the the thing that makes the seat lean back and he would have just matrixed it. <laughs> Real slow leg. Yeah. Oh. he probably, it would have went through his Audi belly button. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs>
0: he if he got he got shot in the chest and then he's still alive and they're like biggie how are you still alive and then out of his out of his breast pocket he pulls out a bottle of cool water with a bullet in it
1: <laughs> i thought you were gonna say a thing of blunts <laughs> a pack of Phillies
0: and he just looks at the pool at cool water and goes no doubt
1: <laughs> a that says b-i-g i
0: don't know why my biggie turned into Sil- sylvester stallone from rocky <laughs>
1: no doubt here's your prize okay go ahead um So, the LAPD investigator, Greg Cading believes that the crip crip gang member's name was Keith B. That was hired by Puffy to kill. And And that's the guy who ended up dead? Yep, yep. And uh, Orlando, uh, the gang member. Why can't I think of his last name? He was also... Killed in an unrelated gang shooting. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Something's afoot and Fishy. Oh, yeah. And it all revolves around the big man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, your your summation, is this the end of your investigation? No. Okay. We still
1: got to do Chris Wallace, my friend. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So, then there was Biggie. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were a lot of eyewitnesses to Biggie's murder that were willing to talk. That aren't, you know, affiliated to the streets. So, people did uh, come up with what the killer looked like. And uh, what keeps coming up is a brother from the nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. That's what the description keeps coming up as. Like, I'm sure a lot like of people see wearing the wearing that, that stove. The bow tie.
0: T- oh, oh yeah. But don't they wear those hats? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they look like the, pi- the
1: pirates' hats from the 70s, but they don't have the bill on it. <laughs> yeah, it's just no a brim. circle. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, here's another one where Shug Knight's ex-girlfriend comes comes into play. She uh, um, she also There was an undisclosed amount of money, but she did the money transfer uh, between Suge and apparently crooked LAPD police officers Mm -hmm. that uh, this investigator, Poole, investigated. And uh, uh, Poole suggested that LAPD officer David Mack, who was also known to be a blood gang member.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is fucked up. This guy was a gang member and a cop?
1: And a cop. Whoa. He probably asked people what's going on, W-U-T going on. (laughs) Um, <laughs> so Poole suggested that <laughs> David Mack, blood gang member and an LAPD <laughs> police officer, conspired to kill Biggie, uh, with Suge Knight as retaliate, claimed to be retaliation for Tupac.
0: Right. So now- And he- I think that's the general consensus, right? Yeah. Like, everyone feels like those two murders are tied together. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But the whole East Coast, West Coast mm-hmm. beef and all that shit, um, so this investigator also suddenly died of, and now even the article uses giant air shrimps and all caps when they say, an of alleged heart attack last year, and the investigation just came to a kaput. Just went away. Yep. And um, also, he, uh, he brought all his findings to the uh, chief of LAPD, Bernard C. Parks, and he was ordered to officially stop all investigation on the Biggie Smalls murder cuz he he was getting too close to things that he didn't want to be a part of
0: which so but you're alleging is that there was crooked cops involved yes. with this well
1: that's what this pool is alleging mm-hmm. he was the investigator so what he did was after he retired he started his own PI firm to investigate Biggie and uh, found out that more LAPD officers were working for Suge Knight as, like, security guards, bodyguards and stuff. He, I guess they were friends with that blood gang member cop. And he, they all got employed by Suge Knight. So he apparently had the whole LAPD in his pocket at the time of the Biggie murder. So that's why the, the investigation was very, you know, sketchy and slim. You know, they didn't really do much. So what
0: you're saying here is that, is that if all these things were true and, uh, and, and and played out, that Suge Knight would be the the person behind both the Tupac and the Biggie murder. Yes, and Easy. But what would what what would the uh, the the plus side for him to kill two of the big greatest rappers in the world? I, I don't get. I it. don't.
1: I don't. I understand the Biggie. Th- uh, even if Pac wasn't killed yet, I understand why he would kill Biggie because of the feud and because Biggie at the time was the only rap star from the east coast. Mm-hmm. The the th- the thing closest to Biggie at the time was probably Craig Mack. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's got a had... new flavor for it year though. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But uh my man could have executed him. <laughs> <laughs> but there was nothing going on in the east coast. So if he took out Biggie he would dominate the hip hop community, and all the money would be his. So, so it's always just a bi-
0: So, what you're saying is that it, it's always just a business uh, yeah. thing for Death Row Records, basically. Yeah,
1: it's all about his wallet. What an appropriately named record company. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It all goes together. Now, the man that they say that Suge hired and who did the killing of Biggie Smalls was a man by the name of Wardell Pookie mm. Faust. And why the hell... Sugar and Pookie, oh, together again. Why are all black gang members nicknamed Pookie? I don't know. <laughs> it's not cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of <clears> like it. <throat> Seems so, like a nice guy. Seems like someone I could get along with. Me, him, and Suge could smoke cigars and, and talk about shit.
1: Yeah. And uh, the, the police also say that this ex-girlfriend of Suge Knight that is claiming to be the middleman for all this stuff, uh, she's not a credible witness because she's a gang member's ex-girlfriend. Okay. That is such I mean I can understand if she was a crackhead, if she was a fucking bank robber, but she's fucking a guy's ex girlfriend. Like yeah. she's fucking telling you what's up. You right. know what I mean? And this uh crooked cop Mac who was the blood pyru and also the cop, he's serving fourteen years years now for bank robbery. <laughs> He's a oh, he's a, okay.
0: This guy is the most interesting piece of this whole puzzle. Yeah. he's he's part g- uh, gang member,
1: part cop, and then decides to rob a bank. Yep. All right. He was actually in the movie. Well, the guy he was portrayed in the movie Straight Outta Compton. Uh, do you remember the scene where uh, uh, Dre gives Pac the beat for California Love? they mm-hmm. in the studio. And then he comes out and Suge Nice just partying, and he's like making fun of some dude. That's the scene I'm talking about. They're playing pool,
0: right? Isn't that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the I scene I'm talking is, about. I thought yeah. that was the scene. I just didn't yeah. remember the pool right. thing.
1: But um, Dre, he's getting all pissed at everybody for hanging out in there. Then he goes up to one guy, and you see he has his gun and his badge, and he goes up to him, and he's like, one time? You know, because the cops... Like, why is there a cop here? Right. You know, So I and it, I, he has the mustache, and that guy had a mustache. and Okay. You know, so he's portrayed in the movie. But uh, yeah, he's serving 14 years for bank robbery, so... You know, this guy isn't exactly uh, sweeter than sugar. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's
0: crazy how I mean that's always the the, the whole Sugar Knight thing has always been the undercurrent of everything, and I guess anybody who's paid any attention to it like feels that way. But yeah, he gets to. Go on Jimmy Kimmel and be a celebrity and stuff through killing. He literally killed himself to the top, allegedly. I don't believe any of this, by the way. Shug Knight, I'm, I'm, I'm. I think he's a a legit businessman (laughs) who who makes some good records and seems like a friendly guy.
1: He's a campaign manager for Hillary. That might be ideas. his next fucking thing. Yeah, he fucking he knows how to whack people out and he knows how to slip an injection. <laughs> You're really sticking with that one. That <laughs> one's a little far fetched, I'm gonna say. Oh, it's on the internet. Okay. Well, if it's on the internet, it it's has to be, to be true. true. <laughs> it's gotta be true. Yeah, so I mean, pretty much all this sums sums up the fact that, you know, the the obvious answer is the answer. You know what I mean? What what, what your what your gut feeling is telling you is the truth. <laughs> and I would have to say that, you know, Sugar himself was behind all this action. It makes perfect sense. It all pieces together. And I'm sure if you ask anyone in the world, even people that don't give a shit about Pac and Biggie, who do you think killed them, even whether they know a little bit or know a lot, they're going to say Shug Knight. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guarantee it, you know? None of all, you know, all this shit started happening or it never happened again in hip-hop. Because of this guy. Yeah. He's a fucking psychopath. And you give him a shitload of money and control over the world's most famous rappers. And that's what's going to happen. It does. It does seem like all of these events
0: do kind of gravitate around one constant, and that constant is is who you're talking Marion. about. Now, here's another thing that I just th- thought of real quick. Uh, you know, the thing with Tupac that a lot of people allege is that he's not really dead.
1: Yeah, it's N- just a guy that really looks like. him.
0: Uh, uh, whatever, but uh, but but the fact that that uh, that Suge would have been in the car. During the Tupac murder and 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 then and then not in the Biggie murder or whatever, you know, like maybe there's some, uh, you know, what do you mean not in the Biggie murder. Well, because because I the thing that the thing that throws me off and every conspiracy theory uh, I like, you know, I, I'm a conspiracy theory junkie for the most part, um, but I always try to, to disprove it and, and I can normally disprove it. In the way that there's one thing that just doesn't make any sense, right? Like in the 9 11 conspiracy theory, why would all these people go along with that? You know, like, why would, like, there's not one person that would have just told their wife, like, yo, we're setting this shit up, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And the thing that you're telling me now, the thing that doesn't make any sense to me if, if Suge Knight was behind Tupac being killed is-, is why would he be in the car? Right. When, when he knows bull, bullets are about oh, to start that's flying. What you're ske- ske- so I'm about? saying, um, what I'm saying is, is that maybe that can lend some, maybe even make you think a little bit more about the fact that Tupac st- still could be alive because maybe the whole thing was set up to begin with. Because, uh, because if Suge was behind the murder of Tupac, I don't understand why he would put himself in harm's way being in that car. See, I
1: don't, I don't see that as the sketchy thing. I see the more sketchy thing is like, why would, you know, Pac was on death row. Why would you want to, and he was like the most successful artist on death row. Why would he want to be part of whacking out Tupac? I mean, Puffy makes sense, but I don't. I can't see Puffy and Suge conspiring together. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. They were fucking enemies. But that's what your investigation has drummed up. Is that I, that's well, what happened? That, that's personal feelings. I can't, yeah, I can't yeah. get inside the mind of Sugar. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what you know. That's what we have according to witnesses and right. investigation. You know, but uh, yeah, that's what that's the part that doesn't make sense to me. I can see Suge Knight telling the shooter, "Listen, I'll take one in the arm to make it look like I'm not guilty." Right. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying, but you better hit Pac. <laughs> but yeah. But the thing is, is that nobody in their
0: right mind, especially somebody who is a calculated guy like he seems he is, would take that chance. Because once it, we're not talking about like you got guys who are aiming and fucking taking yeah. a shot. You're talking about a cars driving up next to each other and squeezing off rounds as quick as they can and then driving away. There's yeah, no yeah. accuracy there. He's right. got to know that his chance of actually getting well, hit for
1: real. <laughs> these guys are two for two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if it's the same people, I yeah, guess. Yeah, well, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe <clears throat> here's my little thing that I'm just making up now at the top of my head. Tupac wanted to get out of the game. He didn't want to be in it anymore. He he went up to he went up to Suge and said, "Listen, this next album is gonna be my last album." And Suge, being the business,
1: that is what happened. Good job, Shug, Shug, He was leaving Death Row.
0: Suge, being the businessman that that he is, was said, "Well." Uh, Like, you can't just stop rapping. You're our biggest rapper. And they came up with and. But Tupac didn't want to be a celebrity anymore. Right. So Tupac just wanted to stop and live a normal life. And uh, and and Shug said, well, the only way that we can make that happen, plus be able to benefit off of all your albums is if you fake your own death. Because once somebody dies, all their albums, go, all the yeah, album yeah. sales go through the roof. They set up this elaborate thing. He was in the car. Nobody really shot anybody. Tupac's living on an island someplace. Fucking say Cuba. Being Malachi or whatever the fuck. Or what is <laughs> Machiavelli. It? Machiavelli or whatever someplace. <laughs> and then fucking poor Biggie actually did get fucking killed. That's That's, a, good, that's my that's, that's my a, conspiracy. That's
1: theory. a good conspiracy theory. Yeah. But- you know, because I don't fake understand death and to fake, you know, that's whew, That's a lot of fucking work. Yeah, I get you it. Know? I get it. I mean, I, I don't you are right about there was rumors about Pac leaving death row. So that makes a lot of sense for uh, Shug wanting to kill him. No, that's enough for Shook to kill you. <laughs> right. I'm thinking about quitting my job.
0: <laughs> OK, so You're smoked the uh number one i'd like to say thank you for listening to two white kids from the suburbs talk about <laughs> fucking black people and gangs and our opinions on it's it very interesting but also thanks for listening for the first installment of rtg investigates <laughs> 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 um and also thank you for listening to the awkward high podcast i miss your taste
1: and you how
0: would you think your first Investigate segment went through? It was fun.
1: I felt like I uh, really got to the bottom of absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe open some eyes out there. Yeah, I'm sure there was a little bit of information there that no one really cared to like research <laughs> like I do. But, you know, it's amazing how sugar is a part of everything. Yeah. All that shit. Even Vanilla Ice still cries.
0: If you at home have anything that you want RTG to investigate, please send it in to uh, Awkward High Five Podcast at Gmail, mm-hmm. or fa- you could get it us on I'll Facebook or Twitter. And, uh, I still
1: got to hit Gina off with hers. I yeah, she. Like I,
0: I, I text you that. You got to look into that. Um, so we'll have more investigations coming. Anyway, uh, go on iTunes, leave a review. Once we have 100 throwing a party, you know that. Faithful listeners of A High Five, you know the situation. Um, otherwise, any other
1: things you got to say there? No. It's uh, Saturday, so have a great weekend, everybody.
0: Oh, that's nice. And uh, we'll see you in future days. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhigh5.com.